Happiest Thursday. Hope everybody's doing well. Today's show is dedicated to Eidlo Nishmat, Malka Bat Shalinus, Chana Bat Shemuel, Shalomo Ben Eliyahu, Zerubavel Ben Gabriel, Tziviya Bat Mashiach, Lamara Bat Mashiach, Yosef Ben Nisan, Yorah Bat Yitzchak, Sarah Bat Moshe, Yehuda Ben David, Binyamin Ben Yitzchak, Rinat Patan, and Liel Dina Bat Ephraim, and Binyamin Ben Yosef, Baruch Hashem Tinechen Ogan Eden, and also for the Rukwa Shalama of Rachel Bat Chana, Shemuel Ben Rachel, and Esther Bat Chana, and Arafan Anahem. So we are starting a new topic, Baruch Hashem, and the new topic is Derushim. Derushim means Divrei Torah. Something about somebody who wants to give a Divrei Torah or a Shi'ur, with some advice for people giving a divrei Torah. So, Tov lidrosh la'am et chukeh ha'elohim ve'etoratav. Of course, it's a mitzvah, and it's good for any person, not just for rabbis, uh, but to give divrei Torah, to pass on the message of Hashem in the Torah, to ve'yoter tov lidrosh mitoch ha'sefer milidrosh be'apeh mikamat ha'amim. Now, I have some general advice. Like, if I were in the ideal position, I will tell you, Teach from a book. Teach from a sefer. Don't just teach it orally without without the book. Teach it from you know, have the book in front of you and read from the book and teach it like we're learning right now. You know, read it from the book and explain what it says inside the, the book that you're learning. You know, if you're teaching Torah, have a chumash open in front of you and teach it from the chumash itself. For a few reasons. Number one, echad, shehadirush be'alpeh me'utad labol ide ge'ut veto'avat ha'ga'ava. Masha'en ken me'ala sefer. Number one, is like if a person doesn't have the book in front of him, he starts to become a little arrogant. He thinks that, I know, I learned, I'm telling you. <laughs> when you're learning from a sefer, it's, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I just, all he knows how to read. I don't, I don't know that much more <laughs> than how to read. So, for a person's humility, for the humility of the darshan, it's better for him to give it from the book. But second reason, says, if a person uh, is saying it uh, by heart, he's saying it orally without a book, and people like it, he could have ayin hara. It could, it could be ayin hara that comes to him. From even when even when he, he's talking about when you give a good dvar Torah, you give a good divrei Torah, and people say, "Wow, there could be ayin hara from that." But when he's reading it from the book, people say, "Wow, the book is amazing." Yeah, maybe he explained it in a nice way, but the sefer is an amazing sefer, so he avoids receiving ayin hara. You can give give the message and give a great message to to people, but avoid receiving the ayin hara. Hey, you always said, oh yeah. wow, he spoke for 30 minutes without even notes, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, well, whenever a person reads from the sefer, he said, what we learned was amazing. The focus becomes on what you learn, as opposed to on him. So, again, you, you, don't, you, you don't ever see or hear people speaking like this. But this is beautiful. I love it. I, I think it's incredible. Gimel, we're in a new topic today. A lot of times if a person is speaking without the sefer, they will also blame you. If you say something that comes off a little bit extreme or a little bit harsh, 
then they point the finger at you. And they say, you're, you said it. But if you're just reading from the book, you say, listen, this is what it says. We have to be cautious and we have to be careful. I, I didn't say it. You can read it yourself also. <laughs> I didn't say it. This is what it says in the Torah. These are the words of God. This is what Hashem said. And But if you don't, you're not reading it from the book or you're not saying it from the book, they can, they'll point their fingers at you. They'll say, well, how dare you say such a thing? You know, how many times when we read Pele Yoetz, and Pele Yoetz doesn't go easy on us, but how many times when we read this did we say, wow, he said this 200 years ago, as if he's talking today. Uh, many, many of the things that he says, if somebody were to just say them orally without, without having read it from Pele, they said, oh, you're targeting me. You're, you're, uh, you know, you're going after me directly. No, so we're not going after anybody directly. Why are you looking at me? No, I'm, I'm reading something that he wrote 200 years ago. <laughs> and now if it applies to you, that means there's something to it. If it, if it, if it applies to me, there's something to it. Arba, fourth thing. This is something so true today. He said, he said how much do you really have to add on your own from... All of that, there's so much already written. And there's so much already out there. And what the rabbis who came before us knew was much greater and much more than what we, than what we know today. So how much are you really adding? I mean, the fact that you're saying it already, somebody else already said it before you. Most of the time. We cannot say that if, if the rabbis, they said that, they didn't write anything. <laughs> so there might come somebody big. Yeah, there could be somebody who's greater and he comes, but the, the truth is the amount of Torah that there is today, it has to be somebody really unique and special to be coming out with something that, something that new. Un unless they're writing about a topic that is just a completely new topic, there's a new technology or new something that came out that the previous generation they couldn't write about, um, how to analyze it and how to understand it. But when it comes to things like Musar, like your character and your behavior and how you conduct yourself, most of it's already been written. It's already been written, and their words are much greater than, than, than whatever new thing uh, we think that we can come up with. So, Hello He says, us, he said, the, he said us, the, the, the rabbis of today, were like monkeys compared to them. <laughs> <laughs> and to the knowledge they had. So what's better, for you to just say your own thoughts or for you to say, no, this is what, this is what Rashi says. This is what the Rambam says. These, these are, these are what the, the, great, the, the great rabbis who came before us said. The giants. The, the, the giants. Say, say the words of the giants, not, not our words, which are, which are tiny. So, um, so much better to say their, the, their words than ours. Hey, fifth thing. So our rabbi said in the Gemara, a person who is really acting for the sake of heaven, for the sake of Shem, they have the purest intentions. Whatever comes from the heart goes to the heart. So, so because of that, it's better to, to speak about and say what the earlier rabbi said. How come? It came much deeper from their hearts than, than from our hearts today. <laughs> He's saying this 200 years ago. He's saying what they wrote came from much deeper in their hearts. They had much greater fear of God and fear of Hashem than, than we have today. 
והם נאה דורשים ונאה מקיימים. ודבריהם יוצאים מעומקא דליבה, it came from the, the depths of their heart, לא כן ענה דיאטמי, יאטמי דיאטמי, פלא יועץ זה, not us, we're just orphans, we're orphans of orphans. We say things that we think we know that, that we're talking about and we think that we're fulfilling, but they were actually keeping it and actually fulfilling it. So it's better to learn from their words. וו, סיקס, כי במקום שיטרח ויוציא זמן לסדר דרוש, יותר טוב שיקנה בקיאות וידיעה בדינים. Also for the one giving the Divrei Torah, you know, you have a limited amount of time in this world. So if you're going to speak orally without learning from the Sefer, you have to spend enormous amounts of time planning. I'm going to speak this and then followed by this and you have to, to, to write it out and you have to spend hours putting the drasha together. In those few hours, you could have you learned on your own. You could have learned Gemara. You could have learned, learned the things that you, that you need to know. Our day here is short and there's a lot of work to do. So if you're spending all of your time <laughs> on your great rashot, that are trying to put together sources trying to put together everything, your time, your time is better spent on you learning yourself. And you <laughs> it's a different idea. So he's talking about learning to know the dinim, to know the halachot, to know the, uh, to know the gemarot, to know the sources. There's, there's a tremendous amount out there. And Zayin seven and seven, ki hadoresh drusha nichtav b'sefer osech cheserim emechaber. If a person is learning and teaching somebody uh, somebody else's book, a great rabbi from the previous generation, you're doing a kindness to them, even after they passed away. Sheyusif totav dovevot pakever. The Gemara says that that when uh, somebody in this world after they passed away. When they speak about their words, or they speak about what they used to say in this world, or what they used to teach in this world, their lips are moving in the grave. Not that their lips are actually moving in the grave, but that, so to speak, they become alive again. They become alive again whenever they say something that they said in this world. So it's, it's a very powerful kindness, and he's going to talk about it in tomorrow's Peleot uh, as well. It's a very big kindness to a person who passed away to speak about what they said while they were alive. You, you raise their neshama. So, so they spent all this time writing great Torah and writing great, great, great Sfarim, and nobody's using them, and no, nobody cares about them. So you're doing a kindness to them that you're using their words and you're bringing them back alive, so to speak, in this, in this world. Ah, however, Manaseh, other side of the coin. In our generation, the people don't like to sit and learn with a book. People like and they like to hear a speaker. They like to hear a speaker, you know. When they hear there's a speaker, people come. When people hear, you know, we're learning this book and we're going to be learning this effort together, well, we have a few people maybe coming together that... that was, <laughs> it's 200 years ago. He's saying a few people are going to come and learn the, the book with you, right? But if, if we were going to say the drasha and the shul is going to be, I'm going to sit with the book, and I'll read from you the book and we'll read to you what it says, much less people are going to come. Yeah, right.
more people will, will, will come if there's no book in front of you. And truthfully, says Pelewet, that doesn't make any sense. I don't understand why people are like that. Because if they would have said, you know, that great rabbi is coming. He's coming to the county and he's teaching. The Rambam is coming and he's teaching. He's going to be reading pages. Rashi is coming. Rashi himself is coming and he's and he's teaching us. Everybody would come to to listen to Rashi speaking. <laughs> the, the Ramban is coming to speak. Oh, but just because it's written in the book, that's it. We're not. <laughs> we're not going to come to listen. So he says. And would be one thing if they said, you know, and this is what they say. So you know what? If it's written in the book, I can do it on my own time. You know, for the speaker to come, now is a chance because he's here live in person so I can hear him. But the book, I can read whatever they want. But he says, but there's a problem with that. They're not reading the books. <laughs> it would be one thing if they're actually reading and learning the books, but they're not. So and it's such a shame that if there's somebody that is learning and is teaching a book and he's gonna teach it in public, people are gonna say, Oh, he doesn't know himself. That rabbi he has no he has no idea what he's talking about. All he knows how to do is how to read and translate. So since there's no other way out for the rabbi and for the speaker. The only advice that I can give you is He says, when you try to give your drashot, don't try to come up with something new. Try Take from those books. Take from those from the older Sfarim and from the, the great rabbis who came before you and teach it in their name. And say it in their name. Because they did great work and they deserve to, to be spoken about. Right? But don't try to be like, I came up with something new. Don't, don't, be, a, don't be a rabbi that came and said, I came up with something new. Then that nobody came and knew before me. Recognize their greatness. Their greatness and that they were giants and that we are tiny. And, and you can, you can add something, you can say, I thought, but he said, get most of it from them. Most of it, stand on their shoulders. Don't, don't try to stand on your own. Stand on their shoulders. Be safe, basically. Yeah. Be safe, but also, also for all the reasons before. Because if somebody says, you gave a great drasha. No, I didn't give a great drasha. I'm just telling you what the great rabbis before me said. I'm just telling you what the Torah says. Hashem is great. I'm nobody. Right. So, and, and when you are saying uh, your drasha, quote them. Quote them. Say that I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what the Gemara says. I'm telling you what Rashi says. And this is what the Rambam says. This is what the, this commentary says. Don't wear a talit that's not yours. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a. Uh, 
And he says, sometimes you see the rabbi, they're mostly pretty much 99%. They're just saying what was written. And then they add a little seed, right? a, a little a little one line came from the rabbi himself. That's fine. But he says, but don't say that it's mine. Like, how, you know, how, how much should I add to the equation? I added 1%, but 99% uh, came from the, the great rabbi that I'm reading. He says, don't, don't, don't say that it's yours. It mostly came from them. It's a terrible avon to wear a talit that's not yours. I listen to a shoe. Yes. And I want to tell him to my son. Yes. I quote you or I quote the rabbi you quoted? You quote both. This is what it says in the Gemara. Okay. All the time in the Gemara, they would always quote the source because, as, as he finishes here, somebody who says something in the name of the person who said it, they quote the person who said it, they bring you, they bring, they bring Mashiach closer. It brings Mashiach closer. So every time in the Gemara you hear something quoted, it'll give you the exact source and it'll say. And sometimes you have like one or two lines, multiple, multiple lines where it says, he said in the name of this rabbi, who said in the name of that rabbi, who said in the name of that rabbi, and sometimes it'll, and so, yeah, and sometimes it'll change, yeah, or this rabbi, the son of this rabbi, said in the name, and sometimes it goes back three, four generations. Why? Because they heard it from this rabbi, but when they heard it from him, the rabbi said, I heard it from him. So they quote all of it. I heard it from. <laughs> I heard it from this rabbi. I heard from Moshe today. He was talking about this, what this rabbi said. What the Peleoet said. Yes. Is it? We were we were learning, or we were learning the Peleoet with Rabbi Moshe. Peleoet said. This is what Peleoet taught. Yeah, I'm asking. It's more about digging because it's not interesting. If it goes for it, if it goes for too long. I forgot what I was about. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was interesting. It came from somebody. Here, you can listen to it also. But it's a beautiful, just very interesting take. We finished it, but it's a very interesting take on Drashot. I would have thought that there was one that he, that if I can add my own seed to this, there's one more advantage to reading it from the Sefer, and that is you can know that what you said is accurate and that you're not misrepresenting uh, what it says. Very often if a person is saying it over without looking in the book, they can misrepresent what it says even by accident. They, they're not saying it 100% exactly the way it was written or exactly the way it was said. But whenever you read it and you study from the sefer, you say, we, we had it all the time when it, we were in uh, when we were in Shior and when we were learning with Rabbi Ben Chaim. He would say something and he would say, don't believe me. He said, go bring the book and, and look at look at uh, look at what it says in the book itself. Let the rabbi speak for himself. Don't let don't let me misrepresent what's written or misrepresent what the rabbi said. So that's also uh, if I can add something small to Peleoet, that that's another advantage of trying to read from the book itself or get from the book. But what can we do? People don't always want to learn from the book. People want to hear it <laughs> or leave up. Or maybe the solution is that we learn it from the book and we read it from the book, but we make a recording and then everybody can listen to the, to the recording. I can't believe I missed the last class of the book. Everybody have a wonderful day. Yeah, there's no Asur. There was no, there was no Asur. We were, we were done with Asur. Thank you, okay, have a wonderful you, day. Happiest Thursday. We'll see everybody tomorrow.